Welcome to Sonic Artifacts, offering the best deals and interesting finds in affordable vintage music equipment in Los Angeles and New York City. Follow these finds on our Instagram at Sonic underscore Artifacts as you listen and tune in every Tuesday for the best deals each coast has to offer. This is your host, Brian Chalemi, signing in from LA. And this is Max Braun from Brooklyn, New York. Actually from Connecticut tonight, but usually Brooklyn. It's all remote folks here in COVID here and uh, it's part of the specialty of the show is coast to coast coverage. But it is Tuesday, January 25th here at Sonic Artifacts, and uh, we're up to episode eight. Very excited. We launched uh, our uh, new logo that we're super stoked about, um, and we're really trying to take things to the next level. So we're really happy with everyone that's been listening, and I hope you tell other guitar people that love guitars, amplifiers, synthesizers, drums. We're going to be featuring a lot of very exciting things coming up. And I think there's probably even some basses tonight. Yeah, we even got some bases, folks. There's yeah, there's some bases. Very cool, very cool stuff. Now, last week we had two things sell. One was in New York and one was in LA. And in LA, we had the 1961 Shure microphone, the 55S, I believe. Uh it was on offer up for 200 bucks, classic microphone. Um and it went obviously, you know, it's a great microphone. And then in New York, do you remember what sold Max? No. It was that $500 head. That you covered in Coney Island. Was it Island. the Sun? Yeah, the Sun. Was oh, it nice. Septura? Or yeah, something? yeah. Yeah, that sold pretty quick. That was in the next day or two, which was a great, great buy. So we're super excited with the two things sold last week. And, you know, folks, we had a couple issues with the links coming down, you know, um, expiring. Uh, and, you know, we're certainly happy. We've been reaching out uh, to all the sellers, telling them that their deals are going to be highlighted on the show. And, you know, if you see that you're uh, need to, reboot your link, you know, feel free to reach out with a new link. We'll be happy to post it. Uh, we really want to unite these awesome deals with people that are really looking for something to change up their style, their sound and be inspired. And first up here, let's go. We're in Los Angeles, folks. I'm going to come up with the first deal, which is a 2010 MIJ Fender Mustang bass for 700 bucks. Interesting. This is one of those pawn shop ones, right? Yeah, looks like it. Um, and it's really cool because it's got a, an EB style uh, pickup in the neck, real beefy. I mean, I bet this is great. All the uh, short scale Fender basses I played, even the Squire ones, are legit. Oh, for sure, it's a great color. Um, it's not like a. It's a kind of a darker blue. It's not a Daphne blue. Uh, it says there's a little bit of wear, which is great. A little natural relic plays like a dream, full rich tone. Uh, that they said there's some fretwork that's been done, which is awesome. Damn, it's only 10 years old and it's got fretwork already. Yeah, apparently someone really played it, which is awesome. Wow. Uh, I mean, there's even look at uh, at the top body there where your uh, forearm, forearm rash. Yeah, that's some serious rash there. So, I mean, this thing was played, which is awesome. Uh, and it's got, like I said, some fretwork to get everything leveled up, New, replace the pots and wiring, which is really crucial. Um, I, 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 which can be really good if you're getting, uh, you know, a lot of these MIJs, especially the older ones, they say you should swap out the electronics. Huh. Um, but in this case, this already happened and it comes with a hard case, which we don't see the picture of, which I always like to see the case. Again, 700 bucks, 2010 MIJ Fender Mustang base in Los Angeles. And I'm looking at the map. It doesn't actually have um, like an area. So it's actually in the middle of the ocean it's when you blank. zoom out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like if you zoom out. Um, so it's somewhere in Los Angeles, this beautiful 2010 MIJ Fender Mustang bass for 700 bucks with an EB pickup in the neck. Real honest wear. 
uh, some fret work done to make sure you're ready to go and new pots and wiring. I'm not really sure you can ask for more for more out of a short scale bass. Far out. What do you got? Oh man, the first one I have tonight is great. It's a Dan Electro amplifier in Massapequa, Long Island for $320. So the ad only says vintage tube amplifier and it has a picture of the back. It says Viscount model 143. So I looked it up and these are from the early 60s about, so maybe late 50s. And it looks to be, from what this blurb says on Reaver about another amp from them, it's kind of like a champ. Right. It definitely an eight-inch speaker. You can't actually see uh, the inside where the speaker is, the back panels. You know, it's not a fully closed at all. So the other uh, one I see online, it says it's a 12-inch speaker. Oh, wow. That would yeah. be really cool. Yeah, yeah. You can't tell from the size. Yeah, it's hard to tell. But this is made in Neptune City, New Jersey. Yeah, it's got some vibrato as well. Oh, nice. It's not just a straight shooter. Okay, cool. 320 in Massapequa, Long Island. Really cool. Early 60s Dan Electro amplifier made in Neptune City, New Jersey. Um, we're going to guess this is, uh, you know, in the 5 to 8 watt range. Speaker's kind of a mystery here. Certainly can ask some questions when you reach out. Um, this thing looks really cool. Awesome studio piece. It looks to be all original. The, even the tubes, possibly. It, You know, it's a little bit grungy. Oh, those are all, yeah, those are all NOS tubes. That looks like the original two-prong. That is not, yeah, this looks completely unmolested, folks. You know, this thing has never been touched. Yeah. So it might even be DOA. He doesn't say anything. This is probably dead on an arrival, which is much better than an intermittent issue when, you, when you're bringing it to a tech because they know what to do here. They're going to replace the caps. They're going to get three-prong in there. They're going to assess the status of the tubes, and they're going to clean it up. And assuming that there's no... There's never been a fire or major malfunction. The output transformer hasn't died. You should be good to go for a pretty reasonable uh, cost on plus from the 320, which your starting point is. And these old Dano amps are pretty great. Brian, you remember that one that I have that's from the 50s, a model D68? That tremolo is really cool on yeah, that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Really cool. And it's light as a feather. This thing probably weighs nothing. Yeah which is really cool. And those knobs look pretty badass as well. Like a hybrid chicken head or something. Yeah. It's a special kind of knob. Really cool. Wow. That's awesome. What's next, Brian? Very cool. Well, all right. So I got a base. I got a base, another base. We've got two bases so far in LA. <laughs> <laughs> this one's in view park, um, which is just uh, north of Englewood a bit for 750 bucks. You got a seventies Greco vintage base. It's a GOB 900 Speedway. Uh, if, you, if you need to know anything about Grecos, they're definitely one of the top uh, builders out of Japan in the 70s doing copies of classic um, you know, Fenders and Gibsons and doing their own thing and some spins. But these are really well-made guitars uh, for you know under a grand that are definitely have the mojo that you're looking for. This one is a natural body, um, and it's really cool when you look at the back. It looks like it's a, you know, this is not a bolt-on. This is a set neck. Super cool string through body uh, setup. Two pickups, a lot of switches. You know, stylistically, it's not necessarily my bag, but this is definitely a lot of people's bag, and it's definitely a beautiful bass. It definitely looks cool. I don't, you don't see too many string through body basses, actually, do you? It depends. Um, you I'm know, not a bass player, so. Yeah, some of these MIJs are, and, you know, a lot of the American-made are. Um yeah, the top loader is kind of like 
it's silly. It's a silly argument. A lot of people would, you know, because Les Pauls technically are top loaders and there's no sustain issues at all. So they would yeah. claim that through body has more sustain, but I'm not sure. Didn't you just do a build where you went to top loader from a string through and you said there was a difference? Yeah. So this new telly I built, it's string through and it sounds to have a lot more sustain than my event, like 65 fettered music master. But you know, it's, I, it's got, it's just a different guitar. So I'm not sure. It's like the whole weight of the body is different. The neck is different. Pickups are totally different, but it it seems to be, it's like when I try to get feedback in front of the amplifier, it seems to start to feedback quicker. With the top loading. Yeah. No, with the string through. Oh, with the string through starts. Yeah. Huh. But again, every other factor is different. So exactly. It's so really knows? ridiculous. Yeah, it's not. You can't really compare. But there's certainly a large argument towards more sustain with the string through. But again, I'll give you the example of a Les Ball. So. Point taken. Yeah. So Greco Vintage Bass, the GOB 900 Speedway, 1977 for 750 bucks in View Park, Los Angeles. All right. You want a project guitar or a project amp next? Let's do a project guitar. All right. So in North Jersey, I'm I'm not from New Jersey. I don't really know North, South, Central Jersey, but it says North Jersey, Fender Guitars in New Milford. There's a a bunch of things here for sale. There's a a black Fender Strat. There's a blue Fender Strat, both Mexican. And there's one project guitar. That's the one I'm looking at. It looks like somebody either stripped it or it's a natural finish. And it's been routed a little bit for some switches or knobs, right? Yeah, and, um, a hum- and a humbucker in the bridge. Yeah, I think it was that red color originally, and they, they sanded everything down. But it yeah, looks like the, a beautiful, beautiful body. It is, actually. It looks like a really great body. I'm surprised that it's just a Mexican Strat. It, like, it looks fantastic. Um, and going on, I think the neck that they have in the picture next to it is the neck that goes with the Project Guitar. And it's from a 2001 or 2002 Mexican Strat maple neck. Uh, not a lot of info on this web on this link. There is just you know a picture of it and a price, two hundred and fifty dollars, which is a good price. You can't buy really. You can really can't buy these necks for under two fifty. This is true. Yeah. So you're so yeah. It's definitely safe to assume that the neck and the body are coming together for two hundred and fifty bucks. And yeah, this is a beautiful, yeah, a body would be 250 if not more for a body like this, let alone, right. um, this has a nice aging to it. And the neck, like you said, with the tuners and the nut and all that stuff, you're definitely paying 250 bucks. Yeah. If not more, um, even for a Mexican neck, they're not cheap. No, they're not. And they're, you know, the, uh, they, they're all good. Like <laughs> these old Mexican necks are fine. They, they play great. Totally. So Great deal in New Milford, New Jersey. If you're working on a build, you want a strap build, you know, the routing, you can always get a pick guard any way you want it, but it's certainly routed out for some more switches and um, as well as looks like a humbucker on the bridge. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Very cool. And he's got a couple other cool guitars too. Yeah. I mean, they got just normal, normal strats. Well, one of the strats is missing a bridge pickup and only has one knob. So that's pretty weird. That is pretty weird. I didn't really notice that. Yeah, the last uh, blue one there is a Weird. little, a little funky. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it, has a, it has a middle and a neck pickup. Interesting. Yeah, very strange. And it's only got one knob and one weird selector that you can't access because the knob's in the way. 
But yeah, <laughs> and then Nob is really close to the strings. Yeah, I, the whole thing seems awkward. But uh, but anyway, the the build you can make anything you want, uh, and this is just another example, folks. Of we're we're really trying to push it at, at Sonic Artifacts is that we're in a aftermarket renaissance. Like, why would you purchase this neck or this body? Uh, offline it's because you can literally build it to uh, an awesome guitar with you know boutique pickup vendors you know any kind of wiring you want uh, you know you want a brass saddle any kind of bridge anything you really want to do is now available on the market in a way that was not available 10 or 15 years ago so it's a very exciting time and, and i just want to even make it a point that we should be excited and we should be experimenting and we should be building our own guitars uh, for affordable prices that sound amazing and really take us to the next level musically um, and creatively. Oh, you kind of just bring me into my tip of the day, Brian. Perfect. All right. So, you know, you're talking about building your own guitar. So on eBay, there's all these people that make custom wiring harnesses, custom cabinets, and you know they, they do they, they don't you just hit them up and they can make anything for you so in the past i found i i got I bought a a weird organ donor kind of like a fender deluxe clone it was just the chassis with the amp in it and i found some guy online who makes cabinets i found one that was pretty close i proposed making one with slightly different measurements and he made it for me same thing with wiring harnesses you have something funky you want to make you find some guy on some guy or girl on eBay, you just email them, contact them, like, you know, message the seller and say, this is what I need. You think you can do that? And I swear, 100% of the time, they'll just say, yes, here's a link to the sale. When you pay me, I'll make it. Oh, wow. That's a really good way to go about it. Yeah. That's awesome. So in the past, I, I made a Strat, but I wanted to use Tele pickups I had. So I got some guy to make a tally wiring harness that would fit a strat. Yeah. And you know, it's no problem. They're just like, sure, here's the link. Pay me and I'll make it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I've been trying to get somebody to cut this freaking pick guard for months, but you know, assuming it's a standard cut, the guys are out there, you can email them, you can contact them and they will help you out and you can have something very unique and super cool. And to take the, you know, like you said, you wanted a different wiring. You want to put tele wiring on a Strat, done. And wiring harnesses are cheap, also. It's this way is cheap. true. Very cool tip. Very cool tip, folks. So we really want to try and inspire uh, this this kind of adventure in you uh, through these deals and through the affordability and the access to again an aftermarket renaissance for any and anything that you want. Remember, folks, if you're checking us out on your favorite podcast platform or web browser, go to our Instagram at sonic underscore artifacts. We provide links to all of the deals so you can follow along. We would love to hear your stories of successful sales and any of your awesome acquisitions along the way. Don't hesitate to reach out. Well, now we're back on OfferUp, which I just got into recently. It's pretty cool. It's like an app situation. Uh, but here on OfferUp in Los Angeles, it looks like somewhere in mid mid-city area. For 150 bucks is a vintage Fender style cabinet with a 60s Jensen 15 inch speaker, vintage. Oh, I'm into that. And it looks like it was closed back, but he does not show the back panel. So you're, you know, you can easily put like a just a board across just to be safe. Um, but it's a really, you know, it's a vintage. Looks like mid 60s, 65, 66 Jensen special design. I can only assume it's eight ohms. 
12 inch speaker and a really cool, awesome looking Fender cabinet for 150 bucks. You gonna are you gonna buy that, Brian? I don't. I already have a 112 cab out here. This is a 115. If you ever get another studio, you can just get this and leave it in there and be like, anyone can use it because it's already kind of trashed but really sweet. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to upgrade, if you have a 112 and you really want to see what the 115 looks like for 150 bucks, you're going to get vintage Fender cabinet with a vintage Fender speaker um, ready to go. Just, just, uh, I would, all you really have to do is get a back panel and just get an input jack and, uh, you know, wire it into the panel and uh, from the speaker. You take, you know, not a very long time at all, not very expensive. That's a big one speaker cabinet. Yeah, it's much bigger than the 15-inch speaker. It's definitely going to have a big sound. Yeah, it's almost the size of that 412 below it. Yeah, that beautiful uh, pine. This would be great, awesome for a pedal steel player or anybody looking for like a super low end um, happening, you know, Dick Dale style. That would be really cool. Yeah, 150 bucks. I mean, this is what this, you know, a lot of times these these cabinets, you get a new cabinet on Mojo Tone, et cetera, which is a great place, 300 bucks, you know, 250 bucks. You know, 150 bucks, including the speaker. These vintage speakers, it's vintage Jensen. You know, this is over $100 easily. Very nice. Very cool. So what do you got? Oh, man, this next one I love. I used to have one of these, and I can't believe I got rid of it. I traded one of these for a Strat once. Anyway, this is a, it says vintage 80s Marshall JCM 800 combo. Um, this is one of the cool old ones the original JCM 800 line with the vertical inputs, which is supposed to be the same uh, circuitry as a JMP. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Remember you were saying that back with the other uh, early, so the early JCM 100s actually have the same wiring as a lot of the late 70s Marshalls. Yes. So yeah, the JCM 800 was its own line, kind of like JMP, then there was JCM 800, and then after that became, you know, all like the 90s JCM 800, 900, 600, whatever, 2000. Anyway, but so this one has a broken power transformer and it does not work. However, you can get even a vintage Marshall power transformer online for not that much money, like under $200. Oh, wow. You looked, yeah. And the thing's 250 bucks. You're getting, I mean, what would this, this, you don't see the many of these combos. You do see the heads. No, these are like one thousand. You know, if you get a good price, it's like nine hundred to twelve hundred bucks. And that's a deal. Yeah, that's a deal. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of good parts and steel in this thing. You I know, don't for- know if this is the fifty watt or a hundred watt. I keep, I don't have the resolution on the picture. Hopefully, it's the fifty watt. Yeah, you can't see the tube layout. The back panel um, is blocking it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you can't really tell. So it's worth checking out in Midtown, New York City, 80s vintage Marshall JCM 800. What is that? 212 combo for 250 bucks with a broken output, tra- burnt power transformer, not output transformer. Excuse me. I think me. this is super cool, and somebody should pick this up, really. No, definitely. You get one of these things, you swap out the power transformer, you can kind of tweak it the way you want it and make it your own because you just only paid 250 bucks. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. So I hope someone gets that this week. That'll be, I'm sure, I bet that will sell. Yeah, I mean, because even if you're trying, you know, like we said, the speakers are worth money. Just the, the cabinet itself is worth money. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very cool, very cool. And again, we're in an aftermarket renaissance. So those output transformers uh, and power transformers exist 
that you can get very easily, or you do a little hunting and you can get a vintage one as well. This is true. So you really have the best of both worlds. What you got, man? All right. In Glendale here in Los Angeles, we got another classic 1977 Fender Vibro Champ for 560 bucks. I want it. He wants it, folks. Uh, you know, it's a classic five watt, um, eight inch speaker, little Fender. Uh, looks like the original speaker here. Uh, let's see. And 1977, these things didn't really change too much. A couple values and the, you know, from the sixties, you know, it was made a real world. This is more composite wood. Uh, but this thing for 560 bucks, these things have been climbing the last 10 years for sure. And this is actually a very good deal. You go into a shop these days, even a silver face can be 800 bucks. And this, the seller might be from England. He says price is rather firm. Rather firm. So, <laughs> hmm. yeah, for so for 560 bucks, 1977 Fender Vibro Champ. It's not in like the best cosmetic shape, which is also probably why it's 560 bucks. And I think the, the lens is smudged on his iPhone. This is also true. Yeah. But, but yeah, the light works. Everything's cool. But again, going back to um, you know the fact that every every week we cover one of these eight five uh, watt ten watt amplifiers, just because every guitar player should own one, every musician should should own one uh, to be able to play in their apartment with quality tone and be able to get um, you know sounds that they weren't really didn't really realize. You throw a microphone in one of these things, you can really make a lot of things happen. And why get a champ when you can get a vibro champ? Come on. I mean, if you get the vibrato, man, come on. And these things you are really get cool. The these are cool for harmonica as well. Um, you know, you can put keyboards through them. It's just a really cool little amplifier. I like it. I, I've considered buying one of these amps a few times in my life. And they're very, very well built like any other Fender. So. Yeah. No, it's very cool. So 560 bucks, a 1977 Fender Vibro Champ in Glendale, Los Angeles. Another classic. Uh, what do you have for us, Max? So my next amp I have, I've never heard of it before. And I did a little research online, and there's almost nothing about them. So this is in the Hudson Valley. It's called a Noble Guitar Ramp. It's a combo. It's for $600 in Sharon, Connecticut, which I don't know where it is. I'm from Connecticut. I've never heard of it. So there's all these small towns. It's in the northwest corner of Connecticut, right kind of close to, I think it looks like Poughkeepsie, not far from Poughkeepsie. Anyway, so I did a little bit of research on these amps, and they were from Chicago. They, they ran from the 40s to the 60s, and they um, worked with Magnetone a lot. And this kind of looks like a magnetone amp. And they were originally for accordion. Oh, wow. I mean, that makes sense. These, you know, it has the microphone input, instrument in input, and vibrato input. You often see in the old magnetones and ampegs as well, uh, which also all started out, um, at least ampeg for sure, as an accordion and bass company. Um, yeah, the, the face panel, the way it's labeled and everything looks very magnetone-ish. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Yeah, it says the Noble was originally an accordion amp company, and then in the mid-50s they switched to guitars because obviously it's going to be a little more pop popular <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, profitable. Right. Yeah, breaking any hearts with the accordion. Not many, oh, wow. anyway. Yeah, this, this really looks really nice. It's, um, 
got a really cool art deco style look really all the logo the handles in good shape uh looks like all nos tubes yeah let's see here yeah it's beautiful and you said there's another one online right you had a little more so i saw one online that's a different model amp and it was for it was a 35 watt amp for 500 dollars. i don't know the wattage on this amp and it the ad says it's a good price. I don't even know if it's a good price. There's just none for sale. And there's one video of a guy playing a Noble Amp online. And I found the same video referenced in a website I saw that was talking about Noble Amps. Um, and the model that he's playing is different. looks totally different than this. So, I, you know, there's not a whole lot of info out there. Technically five inputs. So there's potentially a lot of sounds that can be figured <laughs> out. You know, or, you know, maybe all three of them sound the same. Who knows? But uh, really a rare amplifier, a noble in, uh, what is it, Sharon, Connecticut? You said yep. North, that's what's labeled at for 600 bucks out of Chicago, where it was, it was made in Chicago. Um, yeah, you can't see the speaker situation, but yeah, it definitely looks like all NOS tubes. I mean, it was probably, it's probably in the, uh, you know, five to 10 watt range for sure. It looks like a 12 inch. You can kind of see an outline. Right. Yeah, that's why I like a lot of the older uh, 50s amps. They would they would have lower wattage and bigger speakers. Yeah, I feel like an 8-inch speaker is very small for a guitar, and I feel like the champ started a trend with that to an extent. I mean, the old Ks would have it, but I really like these old amplifiers that are putting out maybe 8 to 10 watts, but with a 12-inch speaker, you get yeah. the low end. It's really cool. I feel like Gibson, a lot of the other companies used to do that a lot in the 50s. Yeah, that little Dano amp I have at home is a 12-inch. Yeah, very cool. I feel like they ended up then all of a sudden it became like 20 watts as a 12 inch speaker in modern society, you know? Yeah. But very cool. Super rare, noble combo amp for 600 bucks. Get something special in Connecticut. Take a drive. That's really cool. And that concludes this week's episode of Sonic Artifacts. Follow these finds on our Instagram at Sonic underscore artifacts and tune in every Tuesday for the best deals each coast has to offer. This is your host, Brian Schlemmy signing off from LA. And this is Max from Connecticut. Just for tonight. Just for tonight. <laughs> Catch you next week, folks.